we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for May 11th, 2015. And the next, it's a short little video here. It's entitled Leaked Document, Military Internment Camps in the U.S. to be Used for Political Dissidents and uh, Internment Resettlement Operations. I've, I've talked about this before, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to let this roll here. The following video details the contents of a Department of Defense document entitled Internment and Resettlement Operations, also known as FM 3-39.40. The document is 325 pages long and it is signed by Joyce E. Morrow, Administrative Assistant to the Secretary of the Army. It was created in 2010, however, it's just been recently leaked to the public via the Internet and can now be downloaded from multiple sources. In the description below, you'll find a download link for the document. I strongly encourage you to download it yourself and to verify everything that's being said here. The document outlines military procedures for internment and resettlement of civilians, and it describes the layout and the administration of these internment camps. It clearly states on page 38 that it applies within U.S. territory, and it specifically addresses the detainment of U.S. citizens, as is indicated by the identification procedures for new prisoners on page 146. Now he's showing all of these subsections as he's going along, so you're actually, you can actually stop and read them. Which states that social security numbers are to be recorded alongside their photograph and fingerprints. Included in the list of organizations which may be involved in these internment operations are the Department of Homeland Security, FEMA, the Department of Defense, and the United Nations. On page 56, the document outlines the responsibilities of psychological operations officers within the camps, among which it states that a PSYOP officer develops and executes indoctrination programs to reduce or remove antagonistic attitudes and identifies political activists. On page 281, the document goes into more detail regarding the role of psychological operations within the camp, specifically in regards to pacifying the population and ensuring cooperation. On page 238, it gives the conditions for the use of deadly force in such camps. Among the justifications for lethal force, it includes to terminate an active escape attempt. That point right there should make it clear that these camps are not benevolent disaster relief type facilities. On page 244, the document calls for the use of snipers during... And then obviously you can't leave them. I mean, you know, it's not like you can voluntarily go if they, if they can use deadly force, you know, when you try to leave them. ...riots to, quote, scan a crowd and identify agitators and riot leaders for apprehension and fire lethal rounds if warranted. On page 260, it shows the basic layout for a facility focusing on detainment. It is depicted with interrogation areas, tribunal areas, and mortuaries. Each detainment facility is designed to hold 4,000 prisoners, and they are depicted with multiple levels of barbed wire separating compartments within the facilities, with a double barbed wire fence enclosing them, and watched over by 24 guard towers. On page 261, the document depicts the layout for what they call civilian resettlement facilities, which are designed to house 8,000 people. Though it uses the word resettlement, the plans show multiple levels of barbed wire dividing the sections of the facility, with double barbed wire fencing on the outside, as well as 16 guard towers. On page 262, the layout for facilities designed for what they call non-compliant prisoners is shown. These camps are designed to hold up to 300 prisoners, they have three interrogation centers, and are guarded by 13 guard towers. Now, if there's any question whether these plans are active or just theoretical, this should be settled by the fact that the U.S. Army has been running ads for job positions in these camps since 2009, and apparently... He's showing there right on their, the military's website where they're actually recruiting. They're, they're trying careers and jobs. It's, 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 he's showing it on the screen, internment resettlement specialist. So <laughs> this is all happening. They're still hiring. Once again, if you look in the description, you'll find all the links you need to verify this information. It's important to note here that this document was created in 2010 which was under the Obama administration, and it predates the NDAA of 2012, which authorized military detainment of U.S. citizens. This clearly shows a long-term agenda at work. If you believe that this is important information for people to know about, then please share this video with as many people as you can. Share it on Facebook and on Twitter. Send it in emails to friends and family. Especially send it to anyone you know within the police and military. A smart strategy would be to download the PDF yourself and email it to people as an attachment with a link to this video so that they know how to navigate the document. If you want more content like this, be sure to subscribe to this channel, Storm Clouds Gathering, on YouTube. For bonus content, follow us on Facebook. So, anyway, that's, uh, there's more confirmation regarding this. Uh, now, I, I just received it this week from a listener. Just call him RT. I received this on uh, May 6th. And he sent me a picture, and it was entitled, Albuquerque, New Mexico, took this today, driving to work. And it shows a... Um, a, a, a semi, a flatbed semi with two uh, United Nations um, Humvees, Hummer, 
type military vehicles on the flatbed and they're white then they say UN right on the door and you can see as he took it there there's they're under a uh, it looks like an exit they're getting off at where it says I guess they're going to Gallup it looks like they're going to Gallup I guess New Mexico and uh, yeah so I got that and um, they're saying I mean they're not even trying to hide this now, I think also part of this is to gauge, knowing that this is going to create a gigantic stir in the um, alternative media and the patriot movement and the, you know, pro-Second Amendment. Uh, they're trying, I really believe this is, they're beta testing this whole thing to see what kind of public reaction they're going to get. Which is what they always do uh, from... That's how the Illuminati works. That's how they implement and roll things out. Public reaction is a big thing to gauge that. I mean, they could have done this easily where these things would have been covered up. You know, these vehicles. They don't have to do it where they're in broad daylight putting them on a, on a highway for everyone to see. But they're doing it, and I believe they're doing it on purpose. Now, another one from a listener. This came in uh, April 26th. Uh, listener report. Troops training exercise in Washington, Washington State. And uh, he said, I've been driving back and forth from Seattle and eastern Washington for over 15 years. I've never seen this many troops all in gear. The packs are on the vehicles and there are guns mounted on them. Since, I, I, yeah, I saw that. Not We, we were traveling uh, this last week some. And I saw, I saw coming north on 95 and i believe it was in georgia gunboats like the pontoon type big ones though not little pontoon boats large ones on the backs i believe of of semis several um i don't know how many maybe a dozen gunboats um where they were camo they were pontoon style they had machine guns mounted on them, and they were in broad daylight going right down uh, up 95 north. Weren't even trying to hide it. Military. I saw that just this last week, personally. Um, this guy driving from uh, Seattle and eastern Washington for over 15 years. Troops, packs on the vehicles, guns mounted on them. Since we have so many troops all over the USA doing quote exercises, I thought this was interesting. We were heading west on 90 towards Seattle. I don't want to be in the city when martial law comes. I know I am not going to Seattle again because I know something is getting ready to go down. And so here's the pictures he sent me. Some of them, not not all of them, but there are enough of them so you know. I mean, these are multiple, uh, some type of war warfare vehicle with literally four axles on it. It looks kind of like a tank, but it's got big tires. There's four axles. It, they're armored and... Um, there's there's tons of them military guys guns mounted the whole nine yards i mean they're seriously gearing up there's three different pictures here uh i mean i've never never got this kind of feedback before in all my years of ministry i'm seeing it firsthand my listeners are seeing it firsthand jade helm what they're doing you can't argue that uh it's just getting out of your out i, I think they're trying to not only gauge public reaction but it's a conditioning thing. They're wanting to condition you to see United Nations vehicles, to see military vehicles, to see machine guns mounted on boats, on tanks, uh, on, on um, well, tanks obviously have the big gun, on um, Humvees. We're going to look at how they've got now. The, this one just came out today. Military convoy with microwave weapons seen in Jade Home 15. Um... Nevada provides more evidence of, of massive civil unrest preparation in America. Here, again, here's one in Nevada. Uh, a reader, an all-news pipeline reader, has emailed us the photograph above, which I, I post here, um, as well as the first video below, which shows a U.S. military convoy with microwave weapons. Units taking a break while heading west on I-80 near Reno, Nevada. These units are used in the military as a non, supposedly non-lethal, even though they're extremely lethal, method of crowd control, according to Extreme Tech, the co I guess the company that produces them, causing a tremendous amount of pain to those who, to those who use uh, the weapon is used against and making the skin burn from the inside out. 
though said so, though said to cause no permanent injuries, which is a total lie. Um, this is just the latest sighting of everyday Americans across the country that provides us with more proof of a huge preparation for some kind of event by the U.S. military that looks more and more as being preparation for crowd control and civil unrest in America for when the economy completes its tumble, leaving the U.S. a third world nation. Basically, in that regard, they're talking about when the dollar collapses. Now, there's a lot of different scenarios there and, and i think for maximum shock and all value if they could pull off as many scenarios at the same time it would have maximal impact people would be you know it would be that order out of chaos that that the illuminati you know wants to bring us so there's a lot of different scenarios obviously that could bring this about uh called an active denial system these weapons can be mounted on top of vehicles or used as standalone units with their own generators on wheels as seen in the picture and i give you all the pictures here you 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 see their own um pictures of how these things work uh real pictures of them uh, military's non-lethal area denial pulse microwave weapon can be set to kill shows a, a vehicle there so just so you have an idea what they look like Okay, so this sends a non-lethal millimeter wave electromagnetic energy beam at, quote, attackers. The energy beams penetrate skin up to 1 64th of an inch deep. I think that's a lie, too. It can be set a lot higher. And cause sensation that is similar to one being on fire. So that's nice. Um, a two-second energy burst can heat a human skin up to 130 degrees, causing anyone within the vicinity to pull away by reflex. And it showed, it showed the video, and it showed these people that were standing there, a crowd that were supposedly acting like they were protesting. And it did it, and they immediately all, like when the beam hit them, they immediately, I mean, they even had guys that looked like generals that were there, and they were just, they had it on a low setting. And what they were doing, they were all, like, trying to get out of it as soon as it hit them, you know, so that they could understand what it was. Uh, these weapons can also be set to kill and work much like a microwave oven with human beings being cooked rather than cooking pop popcorn or pizza um if you think that these weapons really cause little damage you need to watch the next video below in which we see evidence that microwave weapons were used in iraq on iraqi soldiers who were literally cooked to death by them i didn't put the picture of one of these guys but it was really grotesque and it was funny because he it was literally like he was cooked but his clothes were fine there was a piece of paper that was like with him and the paper wasn't burned it was just him and you think about it well what is a microwave you put something in there if you put the food in a glass bowl um or plastic it's not the plastic that's going to heat up it's the food so this is like i mean microwaves are i i, I tell people don't even use a microwave on food um, it's horrific what it does to the food. It just it annihilates the food itself. And um, these are like gigantic directed microwaves that they can literally pulse at somebody and get that same effect if desired in an, you know in a second to two second time span. If they turn it up enough, they can just fry you right there. So again, you know, not to be ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us. Again, if you ever saw one of these and you didn't know what it was and you thought it was no big deal, well, these are death rays, okay? Um, and it ends by saying, let's all hope they don't accidentally turn up the power or this could be all of us in third, all of us in the third world America. Um, and you can watch the video. I'm, I'm not going to play it, but um, it's there. If you want to go look at that, I'll give you the link to that report. And... Um, you can uh, you can see that for yourself. So that's some more um, pretty crazy, insane news. Now, next report: UN disarmament. Here, here they are here now. They wouldn't be here now if disarmament of the of the American citizens wasn't getting underway soon. Now, again, here's another here's another picture of somebody else that sent in, and this wasn't even my listener. Again, flatbed semi. Uh, out in broad daylight, United Nations um, Humvees. It looks like they've got little armored... It looks like 
their little armored that kind of goes 360 comes out of the top of the roof where somebody could stand up probably with some type of machine gun and um, fire so there's some armor protection for the person doing the firing there and they're right on a flatbed semi going down the road you know they're not trying to hide this anymore they want to indoc they want us this to become part of our normal thinking pattern our normal acclimation process um, while the US Department of State document in uh, embed below and there is a link there in this report from 1961 beginning with the title freedom from war sounds at first like a beautiful thing you have to read the subtitle and doc in content to get to the entire gist of the document um of this document seven two seven seven sorry this is very poorly written and i didn't write it but they did and what we learn is anything but beautiful. Subtitled, The World United States Program for General and Complete Disarmament in a Peaceful World. The 54-year-old, so this is a gigantically old plan. The 54-year-old document is the master plan behind the push to completely disarm the world and the American people. A plan that once completed would provide the fitting final resolution to the decades-old plan to provide a world free of war by waging war against the planet and upon american people to ensure peace a quote peaceful world in the future for all of us sadly the final act of disarming the american people may be playing out in front of our eyes right now as we learn in the first video below that barack obama has a secret deal that could sneak a myriad number of new and ammo of new ammo and gun restrictions into the tpp trade agreement while we are also seeing more United Nations vehicles on American highways, this time in New Mexico, as seen in the picture above. So this one was in New Mexico. The one I just talked about was in Nevada. To the, and then, um, then we've got um, two reports from okay, New Mexico, Albuquerque, New Mexico, was my first listener. And then it was Seattle, around that area, Washington State. And then we've got the um, United Nations vehicles also now being seen in uh, Nevada. So again, just kind of giving you a heads up of where these things are being cited here. Going forward, uh, while with Politico putting out a recent story telling us of the extreme secrecy taking place behind the scenes of the Obama trade pact due to, probably due to gun restrictions, that if passed will provide a final push towards the implementation of a world government and the elimination of the rights of states and countries. We learn from this Washington Examiner story that the U.S. and state laws can be overruled by international tribunals. And these are all linked wherever I'm citing something, they're, they're linking it to the actual source story. Um, U.S. and state laws can be overruled by international tribunals for the benefit of international corporations if... The TPP is passed. Barack Obama and his wife uh, or husband, uh, Michael or Michelle, have long let the world know of their hatred of guns. And Oh, and also, regarding that whole thing about Michelle's, Michael's a trainee, I mean a transvestite, I mean, I'm seeing more, I've seen more and more videos of, of gays that are in the know that are like, of course we have a trainee in the White House. Of course Obama is a gay man that is married to a transvestite and his name was michael and they turned it to michelle and i mean the gays are very i mean the ones in the know that are halfway honest are extremely matter of fact and here um the one lady that said that uh joan joan rivers within one month of her saying that she was dead when she came out and said oh of course we have a trainee in the white house everybody in hollywood knows that she was dead within a month from some, you know, low-risk surgical thing she was getting done. She's dead. I told, I saw, I said when I saw that, I'm like, I'm like, Joan Rivers is gonna be dead very, very soon. She was, she was dead within a month. So again, just further verification that that there's a gigantic uh, cover-up there. So they would long let the world know of their hatred of guns and of their intentions to, to disarm the American people. So this latest news of disarmament via a trade treaty, when combined with the mysterious Jade Helm 15 military drills going on across the South and Southwest this summer, which are clearly for dealing with the American people, should be enough concern uh, to every American citizen. When I mean, and again, 
why would you want a gay um, president in the White House? Why would you want... Well, because historically and biblically, the gays are the most wicked, evil people there are. They're so bad that, like in Sodom and Gomorrah, if you let a gay population take over, the ultimate end of that is Sodom and Gomorrah, where they're trying to have you know, sex with everything that moves, basically. That's the ultimate end of a, of a gay, particularly, and I'm sure lesbian, population, demon-possessed to the toenails. God, it got so bad in Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities roundabout, as the Bible says, that God had to kill them all with fire and brimstone because the land had become so defiled. So who better to have in the White House and in so many of these devils in high political office are the same way, then a whole, you know, legion of sodomites. Who better? Because they're the most wicked people on the earth. If you really look at them from a biblical standpoint. I'm saying in general, okay? In general, from a biblical standpoint, if you look at antiquity and history, I'm not saying that, I mean, I've had listeners tell me that they came out of that lifestyle and said that they got born, and I'm not going to dispute that. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, there's no way. I'm not going to do that. Praise God. But I'm just saying, in general, from a biblical standpoint, that's what I'm looking at here. And so, (laughs) anyway, let's go further here. Um. So it says, in the mainstream media, quick to label anyone questioning Jade Helm 15 a conspiracy theorist. It is wise that we all keep our ears and eyes open while preparing for anything that might be possibly coming our way. Um, Okay, so continuing, back on April 25th, 2015, we issued a report showing that UN armored vehicles had been seen in Mississippi heading heading towards Texas back in October... 2013, we learned from ANP friend Bobby Powell that more than 100 UN-marked MRAPs had also been seen deploying to Camp Grayling in Michigan to prepare for future civil unrest. Also in October of 2013, a leaked video was released that proved FEMA was preparing mili- the military police for gun confiscation here in America, as shared in the link uh, to this report. <clears throat> now Politico tells us that TPP with its secret gun restriction legislation within, is being locked down, and those trying to get it passed are also trying their hardest to make sure the American people learn nothing of what it contains. Because that's what these devils always do. And Obama's usually at the spear tip there when it comes to this kind of stuff. If you want to hear the details of the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which is this TPP trade deal, the Obama administration is hoping to pass... um, Hoping to pass. Oh, the Obama administration is hoping to pass. You've got to be a member of Congress, number one, and you've got to go to the classified briefings and leave your staff and cell phone at the door. Uh, if you're a member of Congress who wants to read the text, you've got to go to a room in the basement of the Capitol Visitor Center and be handed it one section at a time, watched over as you read it, and forced to hand over any notes you make before leaving. I mean, that is absolutely, totally insane. What wonderful transparency we have. And no matter what, you cannot discuss the details of what you've even read. Rosa, Representative Rosa DeLauro of uh, Connecticut, who's become the leader of the opposition to President Obama's trade agenda, and surprisingly she's a, she's a Democrat, she said, it's like being in kindergarten, and at the end you have to give back the toys. Is basically what it's like going to read this document. I mean, this is just absolute insanity. Are the trade treaties as described above really what American people want to have dictating to them in the future? Do we really want the document below, which I give you a link to, uh, from 1961 dictating to our leaders how they should provide us peace, a peaceful world by taking away the Second Amendment and our means of protection from the criminals and the tyranny? Well, I mean, hey, In the last century, governments murdered over 260 million of their own citizens, world governments have, but first they had to confiscate their guns. 
because that always precedes mass extermination of the populace, who they deem as undesirable. They have to confiscate their guns. They've only killed 260 million of their own citizens, various governments, in the last century. Only 260 million. I mean, it's not that many, right? Hitler said um, in 1933 to conquer a nation, first disarm its citizens. Work for Hitler. All the experts agree. Hitler, Castro, Gaddafi, Stalin, Obama, Idi Amin, Mao Zedong, Pol Pot, King, Kim Jong-il, and Pelosi. Strict gun, strict gun control does work. Okay, so the biggest mass murderers and the la you know, hey, it's, it's all work for them. And so <clears throat> this is why it's such a major issue. So now I'm going to play an interview from uh, with Alex Jones interviewing Gun Owners of America, Larry Pratt. I've been a member of them for years. And it's it's like the actual what NRA should be doing. Okay. And um it's about a twelve, a little over twelve minutes here, but I wanted to play this because they get into this a lot further. So again, I, this isn't some blanket endorsement of me endorsing Alex Jones. This is simply gleaning from information we already know to be true anyway. prestigious professor John Lott on of More Guns, Less Crime, and he was warning of a major new offensive being launched by the anti-gunners, the Brady Campaign, the Violence Policy Center, the George Soros groups, with a bunch of fake science being cooked up to claim that guns are causing waves of, 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 of shootings, when in truth, he was saying, uh, the numbers we have from the Justice Department are about 52% mass shootings and general shootings. Uh, down since 1992. He was saying, well, that's how the Justice Department cooks them. It's more like 60. But we all saw in the news a month ago where it was admitted that the FBI cooked numbers under orders on mass shootings from the Justice Department to brainwash the public as the Attorney General publicly said they would do. So the reason the numbers are down is because there's more uh, firearms in the hands of lawful citizens. The only places that these mass shootings are occurring are gun-free zones, typically. I mean, that's been proven over and over and over again. The, the supposed Sandy Hills hook shooting and the, um, the Aurora, Colorado shooting and uh, so many shootings that take place in schools and colleges, gun-free zones, because that's exactly where the criminals know that they're not going to be shot back at. And if... It is being staged by the government. If these are just government mind control slaves that are being triggered, well, what better place to implement this? Gun-free zones. But they have the audacity to blame guns when if there were, like in the case of a college, if there were citizens that were carry concealed, they would have been able to stop this short order most likely. Or at least greatly cut down on the number of casualties because they would have killed the guy. But no, it's better to let the criminals wreak havoc and run through and kill everyone in these gun-free zones because, you know, that's so much better, is basically their, evidently their argument. Now, joining us is the man in the middle of it all, uh, right there on Capitol Hill, every day, <laughs> tracking what's happening, the conscience of the NRA, as the NRA board member Ted Nugent has said, Without GOA, the NRA wouldn't have made their more hardcore turn, thank God, in the last three or four years. And I'm, I'm not bragging. It's a fact. A decade ago, I really pushed Larry Pratt, who's a classy gentleman, uh, to go after the NRA and their milquetoast board to get on the offense. And that's happened. Their rhetoric has matched the reality of the tyranny we're facing. Sure, I mean, saying Obama's becoming a dictator sounds radical, but it's true. Open borders, Benghazi, Fast and Furious... IRS cape, you have to match the reality with the rhetoric. <sighs> a lot of times people end up going under tyranny because they just can't believe it's happening to them. And that's in basic criminology. We know Obama promised to sign on to the UN treaty. We know Obama promised to use executive power and other international agreements to go after the Second Amendment. They're banning imports. They're going after ammo. They're not letting the military sell the brass like they used to do. Uh, 
there's a whole program. They've got the ATF harassing gun shops. Veterans are being put on no buy list with, with no evidence of anything. There is a major cold war against the Second Amendment, but Lott said, get ready, the new offensive is going to launch in the next few months into the campaign. The expert, Larry Pratt of GunOwners.org, joins us to the end of the hour. They have a powerful article at GunOwners.org. The story is mirrored at Infowars.com. And I want to give him the floor as best I can to break all this down. Headline, secret deal could contain a myriad of gun control restrictions. Uh, ammo bans, will you install gun control be rammed on our throats? And then we've got the quotes of people in the system saying they'll use this to do it. And it's secret. Congress can't see it. They're trying to give the president fast-track authority. WikiLeaks stole, to their credit, uh, the Death Star plans last year. But uh, Because their leftists, though, only leaked the Internet provision that's worse than SOPA and CISPA. So it's on. Internet taxes, regulations, Internet IDs, it's on. Just like your cell phone tracks you, the Internet now will. No way to get around it. It's on. So Larry Pratt... Uh, I think it's clear to say the next imperial offensive against the Republic is on. You're the general up there in the war room. Please give us the breakdown on exactly what cocktail of attacks are coming and what this secret treaty means. Oh, hi, Alex. Thanks so much for uh, having an interest in this. I think that's going to be very helpful. The um, uh, members of Congress, uh, some at least some of the more liberal ones, might say, well, yeah, you, uh, you can find out what's in the uh, proposed treaty. Uh, yeah, right. You can go to a locked room in a basement, surrendering your cell phone before you get there. No pictures, no dictating notes to anybody, nothing with which to write. And then you may look at the proposed legislation one section at a time. And this is from the most open administration ever. <laughs> <laughs> you just, I mean, it, I guess we have to laugh, otherwise we'd be in a in a white suit coat. Uh, this is just absolutely outrageous. And one of the dangers, and there there's got to be a myriad of dangers in this approach to legislation. But right now the bill is amendable. It's just a bill, and it's going to give authority uh, to the president to negotiate a treaty. And when that treaty comes back, the way this thing is being set up, it'll take two-thirds of the Senate to overturn whatever might be in there. No amendments. And so this is the time to make any, say, protection amendments for the Second Amendment. And so far, we haven't been able to... to get this of enough concern for a member of the Senate to say, okay, yeah, we got to put in an amendment blocking anything to do with ammunition or firearms, nothing to do with exports, nothing to do with imports, or whatever else our dear leader might think of to put into uh, this legislation, which will become a treaty. Uh, it's really outrageous, and they're treating us like mushrooms in a cave, and I won't get into the weeds on how you feed those mushrooms, but it's not pretty. Well, your article at gunowners.org breaks down the subsections of what we know the U.N.-style gun control, he says he'll do by treaty. I want to get an update on the U.N. treaty. Top secret TPP means you won't know what's in the bill. Again, the TPP is secret. This would just be a bill, basically, I guess, authorizing it. Some Republicans are being duped. I want to talk about that. They're probably being duped by all the campaign donations. Uh, what's the strategy to beat this? If we don't make enough noise about this and force them to say, oh, I didn't see what was coming on this. Yeah, I'll vote against this, or I'll at least make a motion to amend it in such a way that uh, the president can't diddle with firearms. Uh, then it's going to go right on through. It's going to take the kind of public outcry that forced the administration to pull back on banning certain AR-15 ammunition. It only is a function of heat. And as the old Senator Dirksen was so fond of saying uh, with his gravelly cigarette-affected uh, uh, voice, uh, when I feel the heat, I uh, see the light. <laughs> and they haven't, they haven't felt the heat yet. 
So uh, I hope your listeners are reaching for a butane torch and will use it accordingly. Larry, we know they're coming. He's trying to be clever. It sounded more like of a Clint Eastwood type of, of impression of me, but hey, who am I? Coming after our guns. They've stated that's the plan. Everywhere else in the world they've taken the guns. What is the constellation, the attack pattern? I mean, the UN treaty, this treaty, uh, the ATF coming after the the bullets. Uh, what's the main attack? Because I was talking to the professor, as I mentioned earlier, and he said he believes the biggest assault ever is about to begin. Well, the president gives every indication that Dr. Lott's concern is not frivolous. Uh, the president has said that he would use his cell phone and his pen to act when the Congress didn't act. Uh, forget that little problem about the legislation in our Constitution originating uh, with the Congress. Uh, but the president doesn't look at the Constitution as something to be obeyed. He looks at it as something to be overcome. And that's what he spent the last six years doing. And my concern is that now that he has no other elections for which he's ever going to be likely to be on the ballot, and any of the Democrats who are going to be running in 16 can plausibly say, well, the president's you know, not going to be president anymore. I'm, you know, I'm my own man. And so he, they'll have that plausible deniability. His ability to damage the Democrat name will be a lot less. And my guess is that we haven't seen the full Obama yet. He's getting ready to do it down and dirty. And, and that's the pattern. I mean, we normally see when they can pardon themselves, pardon others, uh, when they can have their party turn on them, they can take the fall and get the agenda through. And we've already seen a massive acceleration of tyranny. Uh, I mean, just opening the borders outside of law, shutting down power plants outside of law, uh, persecuting the Tea Party, not getting in trouble. And it seems to embolden this group of crooks uh, now that uh, they've gotten away with so much. I mean, in my gut, not just intellectually, in my gut, I'm just bracing. Uh, there's one other suggestion that I would make, uh, and, and again, it requires, in this case, backbone in the part of the Republican caucus, and that's asking for a lot, apparently, because uh, it, it's not just the leadership. The leadership is able to do what the leadership has been doing because the caucus has been willing to tolerate it, has not been willing to effectively push back. But the caucus could simply say on just about any spending bill, none of these funds may be used to negotiate or implement the Pacific Treaty. Uh, that uh, that would just put it into a screeching halt, because uh, anything that they might do would be totally unauthorized, and actually they wouldn't have had the funds to do it at all. Um, of course, they really ought to be impeaching this Jasper, but clearly they don't have the backbone for that. But at least cutting the funds off is a an obvious solution. The founders gave it to us uh, in the, by giving it to the House of Representatives. Uh, they can uh, control that purse, and if they want to close off the neck of that money bag, they can do that just that easily. You know, I know that Boehner is in the hip pocket of Obama, and the guys play golf and party together. That's been on record for six years. But Mitch McConnell, what is he doing promoting the TPP and now saying nice things about Obama uh, when we just had this major political realignment? Even mainline analysts said it's one of the biggest in the U.S. history, probably the third largest in our 240 years, saying, hey, we put the Tea Party in, we put conservatives in, we put libertarians in, we want all this socialism and big government to stop. And instead, it's all accelerating. Well, McConnell has indeed been a Republican leader. He's been leading Republicans into the camp of voting for various Obama initiatives. And uh, this guy, uh, the fact that he's tolerated by the Republican caucus in the Senate suggests to me that when we have an opportunity to meet our senators and actually our representatives, too, um, Will you promise to me that you will, under no circumstances, vote for Mitch McConnell as Republican leader or uh, uh, Mr. Boehner as Republican leader in the respective houses? Because if they won't give you that flat-out commitment, it means they're wrapped around the finger of a rhino 
pro-Obama leadership, and it's leading us into perdition. You're up there on Capitol Hill covering these guys, watching them. Why are they so spineless? Can't they see the trajectory of the country is going into total tyranny? Uh, they think they're going to be insulated from this. They think the Democrats are going to leave them alone once they get full power. Can't they smell the aggressive carcinogenic tyranny? Don't they understand that it's like 200 proof and that it, 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 it's not going to coexist with anybody? I don't think they do see that. They think that they're going to be rewarded for having been statesmen, for having produced legislation. And here's their one of their favorite friends. Okay, so that's basically the <clears throat> what we were wanting to l listen to there. Um, if you want to know more about his organizations, Gun Owners of America, you can just do a keyword search for it online, or I believe it's gunowners.org, gunowners.org. They send out, and you can check their site for a lot of the proactive stuff that they're doing, uh, a lot of pre-done things that, you know, and again, if there is no pushback toward this type of stuff, that gives the Illuminati the green light to further implement whatever draconian agenda they're trying to push. So this is why resisting evil from that standpoint is good as well. So let's go further now. And the next report is entitled um, uh, ISIS Targeting States with Strict Gun Control Laws. And again, this is just further proof of what we were just talking about here. ISIS reportedly released a list of five state it's, states it's ready to attack three of which have some of the strictest gun control laws in the nation. Uh, the states which were named in a message signed by Abu al-Ameriki and shared on Twitter include California, Illinois, Maryland, Michigan, and Virginia. Four out of the five states listed have passing grades from groups that support more gun control and disarming the populace. So four out of those five states are thumbs up by regarding whatever legislation they have in place and or moving toward their thumbs up from the from the um disarmament crowd okay from the from the anti second amendment crowd so that's obviously you know you're going to target the states that that have um a populace that's not armed where they can go in there and, and kill and slaughter uh, unopposed. That's what they're wanting, ISIS. So according to a state ranking from Guns and Ammo, <clears throat> I believe the magazine, and all of this is, is have links to the actual original reports, it lists the best state for gun owners at number one and the strictest gun control states at number 50. California, Maryland, and Illinois are ranked 46, 44, and 41st respectively, meaning they're, they're terrible regarding gun rights, okay? Uh, and then the other two states, Michigan and Virginia, are ranked around the middle of the pack at 28 and 21. But again, four out of the five states have passing grades from groups that support more gun control and disarming the populace. Uh, additionally, California and Maryland are among the hardest states for citizens to receive concealed carry permits. So put your shoes in, in a Islamic terrorist shoes. Put yourself in a, in a Islamic terrorist shoes. Would you rather attack an area where only the police have guns or an area where the citizens will shoot back as well? So that's obviously the, you know, the, the answer is obvious there. So let's go further here. Here's a, um, <clears throat> from a listener, um, DB. I just, I'm just abbreviating everybody's, and not even their names, just abbreviations so I can keep everybody anonymous. He said, Dr. Johnson, I'm a law enforcement officer in Georgia. You're right about Kennesaw, Georgia. They're required to have a firearm in their homes as a means of self-defense. They haven't suffered a murder in over 25 years. <laughs> I, I, I talked to you about Kennesaw, Georgia before, where everybody is required to have a, a firearm in the house. Yeah, they haven't had a, a murder in over 25 years. <laughs> I mean, the, the results speak for themselves. So how much wickedness was prevented because every home was required to have a firearm? Well, I would venture to say tons of evil and wickedness was prevented because of that. Uh, the Second Amendment is responsible for it. There are several law enforcement officers that will not go along with the New World Order agenda. I know this to be a fact, and I'm one of them. I was led to Christ by another one, and meaning another officer. 
Uh, I'm a high-ranking officer, and I command others, and I will not allow this to happen, Lord willing. We are on high alert because of the recent police shooting in our area, um, and I just heard of the Black Gorilla family. The Crips and the Bloods are working together to attack us. Just yesterday, we observed some Blood members, video surveillance of our police academy. And the commander of Wildcard, that was one of the guys I had played earlier, the Wildcard commander, uh, I think in last week, or the last study I put up, he was right, because they are militarizing the Leos, meaning the law enforcement officers. I always knew that it was for a draconian agenda, but they always put a benevolent veneer on it. The military always will give away their equipment to the Leos, the law enforcement officers, and there's always a catch, of course. Uh, I was in the Army before I was a law enforcement officer. So, thank you for your service in the Lord's Army, and keep up the good fight. Your brother in the Lord, DB. So, that's from a that's from a uh, you know high-ranking law enforcement officer who commands a whole bunch of other people. And so, there are good Christian people in law enforcement and in the, the military still. Of course, again, Obama's doing everything he can do to purge them out. Um, now, just some headlines that relate to this that I've I've put out in previous uh, newsletters just some headlines to bolster this police were told to stand down during the Baltimore riots okay they were not allowed to defend the city and 100 officers were injured they were told the the law enforcement officers there in Baltimore were told to to give the rioters and the looters and these these devils space to destroy Okay. They're destroying their own neighborhoods, <laughs> you know, which is brilliant. Firebombing, destroying, looting, pillaging, because evidently that's going to make things so much better, you know. So, uh, and then the next report, new Black Panther head says that we're willing to kill, and they will be yoking up also with ISIS, because the, the enemy of my, my enemy is my friend, so they're going to be yoking up with them. Baltimore mayor key player in Obama's federal takeover of local police. And then, next report, Maryland governor says Obama urged him to exercise, quote, due restraint. Just let him loot and pillage, you know. And then, until we give them the verdict that they want to hear. I mean, three out of the six of these uh, law enforcement officers were black. But they're rioting because of white cop on black populist crime. But three out of the six were black doesn't even make any sense and the guy had a rap sheet a mile long the guy that just like the one in ferguson that guy in ferguson i mean he was a total thug and yet let's burn down half the city because whatever uh anyway um Baltimore today, America tomorrow. Why utter chaos will soon erupt across more u.s cities they're predicting a lot of this for summer too as things literally heat up. And this this is another thing that they're trying to stoke up and gin up and create a race war between the whites and the blacks and all this hatred or whatever in, in order to create this, this civil war, which will be all the more reason that they could implement martial law. It'll bring more, another aspect of the chaos that they can bring to the table. So with all the other things they're setting up as well. Now, I've done a whole teaching on this and it's I give you a link here. It's called End Time Preparedness Prepper Mega Study. It's part two, and uh, I give you the link to that where I get into this specifically about the, the the gang violence that we're going to see in the cities when things explode, when things start to go down, and and what to expect there, and and uh, preparations you can take because that is that is a big mega mega study on prepping for this outcome and then the last report is police uh say the gangs are entering into the partnerships to take out officers well we just saw two law enforcement officers in mississippi city i believe yesterday they're killed that's front page news on cnn today we've got this uh brother in in christ here this high-ranking law enforcement officer in georgia who emailed me saying that that the black gorilla family the crips and the bloods are working together to attack us We've got independent reports. We've, we've got with these reports, police saying the gangs are entering in a partnership to take out officers. The police are being told to stand down, not even to defend things, to give the looters and rioters space to destroy. I mean, <laughs> you got the Black Panther head 
making threats against you've got you've got ISIS and Islam targeting uh, heads of military where they're putting out their addresses and all this stuff. So yeah, they're really and I've I've reported on this a lot lately, how they're really gonna try to key in and target a lot of the military and uh, the law enforcement officers. So again, things to pray about as well um, for their safety. Let's go further. Uh, let me see where, how we're running on time here. White House approved the first U.S. Cuba ferry service in decades as JetBlue announced New York City Cuba flight. The, New York, the Obama administration... Okay, so I had to take a quick break there. Um, the Obama administration approved the first ferry service in decades between the United States and Cuba on Tuesday, potentially opening a new path for hundreds of thousands of people and hundreds of millions of dollars in goods that travel between Florida and Havana each year on Tuesday. JetBlue announced it will be offering direct charter flights between New York City and Havana starting July 3rd. The airline already operates three other charter flights between Cuba and Florida and plans to add a fourth in June. So here is a former Navy SEAL responds to the U.S. ferries are now allowed to go to Cuba. He says, this is from Steve Quayle's site, he wrote in, he says, perfect, the government sanctioned terrorists that are unable to use the southern border can now be shipped directly into Florida. Interesting how this is beginning just before Jay at Helm. What else is being offloaded from these ferries besides personnel for the super-secret DHS-managed police and army force that is being trained and equipped with billions of rounds of ammunition in the U.S. right now? Yeah, great point. So, again, this is just one more route that Obama is opening up for potential bad guys, terrorists, to get into our country okay the southern borders will open wide open here's just one other way that they're inviting them in they're they're, they're importing them from syria the, the muslim um a lot of them are i'm sure terrorists and they're trying to grow that population as much as possible the islamic population we got into that in, in recent studies as well so uh that's all going on right now so uh, i think looking at what we have left here um, and how I have to change gears here for this last part. I think I'm going to stop this last part now, and we will go to part three, and I think I'll be able to wrap this up in three parts today. So um, I will see you in part three. God bless you.